Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 552 for September 21 through 27, 2020. The week of September 21st features the sun entering Libra, so we'll be taking an in-depth look at the fall equinox chart. We also have a peaking T-square featuring Mercury, Mars, Saturn, and Pluto, as well as a magical Star of David. This rare and fortuitous aspect pattern supports harmonious, energized creativity and communication for five days only. All that plus six bonus aspects that are not in my written forecast. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from thisweekinastrology.com. I simultaneously record these weekly forecasts as an audio podcast and a video, so you can choose whichever format you prefer. The video version includes detailed chart graphics for things like lunations and aspect patterns. You can also see these graphics in my written forecasts at astroshaman.com. This Week in Astrology is honored to be one of the internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. And if you haven't already, be sure to click the link in the show notes for two chances to win a free Astrology Plus session with me every month. What's old as we come into this week, we have a waxing moon and four retrograde planets, Saturn, Pluto, Chiron, and Uranus, and Saturn and Pluto will soon both be turning direct. Let's get into our individual days of the week. Monday, September 21, we start with two bonus aspects. First up, Mercury square Pluto. Mercury, 23 Libra. Pluto, 23 Capricorn. Mercury is the planet of mind and communication. Pluto is about going deep, and a square is intense connection and potentially some challenge. So this could be you're uh, being challenged to dive deep into the contents of your own mind or the thoughts you're not willing to look at. Are you willing to do that? Um, this could also be a tremendous focus, or Pluto is about going deep and holding steady sometimes, and Mercury, therefore, can be a deep dive into the mind, into the psyche, into the unconscious, or just a courage to look into things that might be taboo or scary. Um, so it's an invitation to go deep on that. Um, also, Mercury square Pluto could be kind of mental domination. So if you're trying to dominate someone else with your, your mind and your mental structures or someone's trying to dominate you, kind of stay alert to that. Finally, with Mercury and Libra, the sign of creativity, this could be a powerful creative booster. So those are a number of ways in which that Mercury Pluto square could play out. Secondarily, on Monday, September 21, we've got Venus quincunx Jupiter. This is Venus 18 Leo and Jupiter 18 Capricorn. For starters, these are the two classic benefics. In ancient astrology, Jupiter is the greater benefic and Venus is the lesser benefic, so they naturally harmonize together. However, this is a quincunx. Uh, quincunx, the nature of this is the, connect, the connecting planets are dissimilar both in mode and element, and that means you got to make an adjustment to bring them together. Uh, so let's see, practical Venus is in Leo, and that placement tends to make me think of creativity because Leo, one of its meanings is the performer of the spotlight, and Venus is creativity. So it could be that Venus wants to help you express your creativity out into the world. Jupiter could be amplifying that, but again, adjustment required. It's not going to just fall into your lap. You're going to have to make an effort and step forward in a way to make that creativity be expressed. Also, Venus in Leo, uh, in relation, I have a, a Leo joke I tell sometimes. I say, you know what? This is a Leo talking. I've talked enough about myself. Why don't you talk about me for a while? 
So Venus and Leo can be vain and all puffed up with itself. So if you have a tendency to do this, or you know someone who is, watch for that. Jupiter could amplify it. Jupiter just tends to make things bigger. So watch out for, you know, egoic inflation in people relating with one another. Um, also, this could be financial. Venus is money. Uh, Leo is a fiery sign. It makes you want to do something. But again, be cautious because the desire to expand finance, Venus, Jupiter, might need an adjustment and you want to make sure you're doing it smart and giving due diligence to whatever financial direction you might be going in. So again, a few ways to work with a Venus-Jupiter quincunx. What about Tuesday, September 22nd? Bingo! Sun enters Libra, fall equinox chart. This is our big event of the week. So the sun enters Libra, marking the fall equinox at 9.31 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Regarding Libra, this begins a month where the energies of relationship, creativity, and aesthetic appreciation are enhanced. Seasonal charts show the overall vibe of the next three months. So this fall equinox chart will give us helpful insights we can use until the winter solstice. Specifically, four aspect patterns give us the lay of the land. If you're hearing this as an audio podcast, you want to see what I'm talking about with this chart, go to astroshaman.com and go to the latest forecast. It'll be right there. Um, If you are on the video, of course, you're seeing it right there on the screen. First up, Uh, We have a triple conjunction of Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. This is the year's most important aspect pattern and was also in the spring equinox and summer solstice charts. As I mentioned last week, this is the world-shaking trio that helped bring us the pandemic and the rise of Black Lives Matter. One of their main effects is to help demolish old structures that no longer serve highest good and support new structures that do. I've written extensively about this triple conjunction in previous forecasts and on my podcasts and such. If you want to learn more about that, click the link in the show notes to go back to, I believe it'll be the April 4th forecast where I start with Jupiter and Pluto and then quickly link you over to where you can learn about Saturn as well. So that's a good place to catch up on that Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto triple conjunction if you're not already up on it. There's another aspect pattern too. It's a T-square with Mercury, Mars, Saturn, and Pluto. I'm going to interpret that a little later in this uh, podcast slash video and therefore uh, hang out and I'll tell you more about that. We also have a Yod. That's a finger of God. Uh, That's its nickname anyway. It has Venus, Vesta, Jupiter, and Neptune. But for starters, let's set aside Vesta. That leaves Venus at the tip of this finger of God with Jupiter and Neptune on the back end. You could use this yacht as a creativity booster. Leonine Venus wants to share its artistry with the whole world. Neptune adds divine inspiration, while Capricornian Jupiter contributes joyous expansion and persistence. What if Venus stands for relationship? Her placement in Leo invites you to have fun together. Jupiter adds the party music, while his placement in Capricorn reminds you to imbibe responsibly. Neptune can help the two of you merge into each other's energy fields and even provide a mystical experience if you're open to it. Now, Vesta, let's bring her back in, is almost exactly conjunct Venus, just four minutes apart. That's like one-fifteenth of a degree. Vesta represents selfless service to a higher cause. With all four planets included, this yacht could have you supporting such a cause with your creativity or serving it in partnership with someone else. And creativity doesn't mean you're necessarily making a music or a painting. Uh, Creativity is applicable to any area of life. It's just coming up with a new idea or putting some spin on an old one. 
we still have another aspect pattern in the fall equinox chart. This is a mystic rectangle with Mercury, Mars, and the lunar nodes. Besides this, Mercury and Mars also appear in another fall equinox aspect pattern, that T-square with Saturn and Pluto that I'll be speaking about in a bit. That T-square offers both opportunity and challenge, but this mystic rectangle is 100% harmonious. With learning or communication best supports your soul purpose, this aspect pattern invites you to dive in. Creative writing gets a strong boost, so does passionate oration or any other communication that stirs the listener's blood. So let's now go on. Now, I mentioned that T-square, here it is. Uh, on the very same day as the um, seasonal chart, we have that Mercury, Mars, Saturn, Pluto, T-square peaking. It started on the 17th, peaks today on the 22nd, and ends on the 29th. As I said in my September 17 forecast, if you're ready to get your message out, this T-square featuring Mercury, Mars, Saturn, and Pluto, as I said, wants to be your megaphone. Libra and Mercury encourages you to craft your message in a way that's harmonious and easy to receive. Libra can also stand for creative expression, so your message could be creative and doesn't even have to include words. Even though Mars and Aries is retrograde, it can still light a fire to get you in gear. Pluto contributes power and potentiates transformation and wealth. Finally, Saturn, dignified in Capricorn, can help you spread your message with maturity, consistency, good planning, and excellent time management. This T-square can also bring challenge. Be careful to avoid argument and verbal attack, especially since this aspect could influence people to stubbornly cling to their current beliefs. There's a danger of verbal attacks leading to physical violence, so please consider leaving those harsh words unspoken. Moving on to Wednesday, September 23rd, two bonus aspects. First up, Mercury square Saturn, Mercury 25 Libra, Saturn 25 Capricorn. Mercury and Saturn together in a hard aspect, uh, potential challenge things. Um, your expression or thinking that uh, there could be some outside force trying to dominate or control you. Uh, whenever you get a Saturn challenge like this, if you're ready, the invitation is to step into your own power more fully. So if you feel like your ability to think independently or express yourself is being squashed by some outside authority, is it time to stand up and do it anyway? Also, on the more positive side, Saturn could be saying, okay, I'm going to give your thinking and communication discipline, focus. I'm going to help you really construct your thoughts well and create a good you know, structural edifice, a rhetorical edifice of what you're trying to communicate. So that could be uh, Saturn acting in a more helpful way. Uh, Mercury in Libra, again, as I said earlier, that wants to express itself creatively. And Saturn could say, okay, let's get a lot of good creative work done. So a number of ways that that could be playing. Uh, Mercury in Libra, of course, could be communicating to another person. I mean, that's kind of what communication is anyway. But it could say, okay, maybe it's a good time to have a serious discussion. Maybe there's something you've been holding back on. So with Mercury squaring Saturn, Saturn's very serious. I said, let's get down to the real stuff. No holds barred. Uh, Mercury can do that. Now, we also have Venus quincunx Neptune today on the 23rd of September. Uh, Venus and Neptune have a special relationship. Neptune is considered the higher octave of Venus. In this case, we might say Venus is like personal ego created creativity through your own human effort, whereas Neptune just flows the inspiration in like water. So it is a highly creative potential, but again, quincunx, 150 degrees, adjustment required. So you might be asking, what adjustment could I make to open 
the floodgates of that creativity so it can come in. Venus is in Leo, which again wants to express itself out to the world. So it's actually a really great aspect to fuel your creative contribution if you make the right adjustment. Um, also, Venus, if you take that as relating and Neptune as the planet who is now saying, okay, I am divine oneness. I want to dissolve all perceived boundaries and make you one with everything. Uh, a Venus-Neptune aspect and say, wow, I can merge more easily with other people, nature, anything around me. I can merge more easily with my own higher self. Those are all potentials of a Venus-Neptune aspect as long as, since it's a quincunx, again, you make the right adjustment. So a few ideas to play with Venus and Neptune together. Let's move on to Thursday, September 24th, astrology's most rare and magical aspect pattern, a star of David, also known as a grand sextile, begins today on September 24th, peaks on the 27th, and ends on the 28th. That's only five days. It includes Mercury, Venus, Mars, Ceres, and the lunar nodes. If you've heard or read the previous entries in my forecast, include some I've shared today, most of the following will sound familiar. That's because I've already interpreted every member of this aspect pattern except series in other aspect patterns, and they're playing the same archetypal roles here. So harmonious, energized creativity and communication are the most obvious themes of this Star of David. The lunar nodes are in Sagittarius and Gemini, the axis of communication. Mercury also calls for communication, while its placement in Libra encourages creativity. I told you this would sound familiar. Venus is the planet of artistry, and her placement in Leo invites you to be the performer in the spotlight. Mars, dignified in Aries, adds boldness, courage, and initiation into the mix. He's retrograde, but that doesn't change his fundamentally assertive nature. The grain goddess Ceres opens the door to harvest and abundance. Also, in an amazing bit of synchronicity, Ceres retrogrades from Pisces into Aquarius on the last day of this aspect pattern. This could represent the movement from dreaming and imagination, that's Pisces, into serving your tribe with your unique gifts and talents as guided by your intuitive hits, that's Aquarius. In summary, this brief five-day window is a great time to reach out and connect with others, entertain them, or share helpful information. If you're feeling more introverted, the Star of David could light up learning instead. And we have a bonus aspect here on the 24th, Mercury opposing Mars. That is actually part of the Star of David, but as a standalone, it's just a firing up of the desire to learn and communicate. And again, with Mercury and Libra, it could be also an accentuation of creative expression. Let's move on to Saturday, September 26. Bonus aspect, Venus, Quincunx, Pluto. So I've heard, I've talked a lot about Venus already. You know, she's relating and communicating. And Pluto is wealth and power. So this could say, okay, a lot of power available to express myself creatively if I make the right adjustment, which I imagine would be just making time to do it or inviting the divine in perhaps to inspire me. Relationally, Venus could say, okay, it's time to get really honest, authentic, naked, and real in my relating. And it could be say, wow, I'm going to just be really honest and vulnerable with you on a whole new level that I've never hit before. So it's great for that level of deep relating if you're both willing to make that adjustment. And with Pluto, it's probably worth mentioning Venus as the money planet because Pluto is wealth. So again, possible adjustment to increase wealth, but be cautious, do due diligence, because Pluto can be feast or famine. So possible movement of finance here, but again, please be careful and don't do anything silly. 
Let's move on to Sunday, September 27th, that Star of David aspect pattern that started on the 24th peaks today and ends on the 28th. So that's all of our astrological events. I want to thank all those who replied to the questions I've asked over the last several weeks about improving this podcast. The sun leaves Virgo on the 22nd, so I'm done with the current round of queries. But please consider my final question. What one thing could I do to make this podcast or video series better to be an open question? Feel free to let me know your thoughts about that anytime. Everyone is welcome to participate in most live Awakening Plus calls for free. These calls support your individual healing and awakening and also support the current global spiritual awakening. Here are brief descriptions of our remaining September events. This Tuesday, September 22nd, Meta Constellation. It's called Supporting Humanity's Great Awakening. It's facilitated by V. Kapoor. And again, this is at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, an hour earlier than usual. What energies are supporting humanity's great awakening? What forces are trying to block it? Please join us in a process designed to accelerate this awakening while giving you a unique transpersonal experience. This is a meta, M-E-T-A, constellation, a variation of the powerful family constellation healing modality. We'll witness healing movements that will clear and transform obstacles to humanity's awakening. This is an authentic magical technology with real world effects. It also is going to take a while. It's probably going to last two to three hours. So be sure you have that much time available if you choose to join us live. And a bonus event on Tuesday, September 29th at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight. Bonus event, Singing Bowl Sound Bath with Makisala. My beloved Makisala, who sometimes co-facilitates our Awakening Plus events, takes a solo turn with her new crystal singing bowl. It's tuned to the heart chakra, so a beautiful heart opening awaits you. That should last 30 to 60 minutes. And every Thursday at 8 p.m., we're doing New Earth Support where the divine always rewards us for supporting the new awakened earth currently blossoming. They reward us with personal spiritual upgrades and profound bliss. And these events last roughly an hour, sometimes less. Awakening Plus features at least three live streaming events each month, although we're doing more than twice that many here during the pandemic. Most are open to everyone for free. The archive of over 260 transformative events, as well as accountability partners and the forum, are available exclusively to members. Learn more at awakeningplus.com. Thank you for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein with astroshaman.com. I can serve you with astrology readings, shamanic healing, awakening activation, astrological event timing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching. All my one-on-one services are equally effective in person or long distance. And during the pandemic, I have dropped my rates significantly. I also offer an unbeatable price on Solar Fire, the number one astrology software for Windows. And as I mentioned, I run the Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. Learn all about this and more at astroshaman.com. To see the show notes for this episode, go to astroshaman.com slash 552. Again, A-S-T-R-O-S-H-A-M as in mother, A-N as in Nancy, dot com slash 552. Please reach out if you have any questions. My email is astroshamanbenjamin at gmail.com. My number for voice and text, 828-338-9852. I would love to connect with you. We're wrapping up this episode. Please leave me a rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so that others like you can find it. 
Thanks again for spending this time with me. Stay safe, stay healthy. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way.